Hello and welcome to Easy Bake Takes the Podcast. I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. And Riley, you want to tell them what we watched this week? Okay, so what we watched this week was called Love and Saucers. It's a Vice documentary. It was directed by Brad Abrahams and the star is David Huggins. It's a documentary about David Huggins. This is basically the description. So he lost his virginity to an alien woman among... 100 other extra other extraterrestrial encounters and chronicled it all in surreal paintings, few of which have ever been seen. Love and Saucers is his story about basically just, you know, his alien abductions and his relationships to those aliens that kidnapped him. It's a, it's a wild documentary. It was released in 2017. Pretty interesting. But Kat, what did you think about it when you watched it? I just want to add that it is nice that it is only an hour it's and not five long. minutes long. It's not a full length documentary yeah. it seems like maybe it was on like tv or mm-hmm. something or youtube but mm-hmm. i do have to say it made me really uncomfortable a lot like the paintings were just so fucking graphic they were so graphic it made my stomach feel weird to look at the paintings yeah i think also just like him being an old white man <laughs> added to it i was yeah. just like you could you could be creepy you could be creepy like you could you could be a weird creepy dude mm-hmm. for all i know that's how i feel about most old men where i'm like you could be a huge creep mm-hmm. and i wouldn't know unless like somebody who knows you told me that mm-hmm. but i love that it's like an hour long that's amazing mm-hmm. um i also like it made me also feel like a little sad because i'm like i feel like people are mean to him but then there's also that possibility that he's like secretly really weird or not a good person or something <laughs> Um, so there's always that where I'm just like this conflict in me where I'm like, should I feel like bad if people are mean to him about this whole thing or whatever? And then it's, it's very interesting. I just, I never would have thought that this would be a topic that a documentary would be made on because I didn't know that anyone had this kind of experience. Yeah. That's why, that's why it's such a wild one that I really wanted to do. Because, like, it's this weird thing where it's like, if this is true and this happened, mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> cool. But, like, if he's not, if he just has, like, a really big imagination and, like, has been making all of this up, mm-hmm. that just, like, makes me feel weird about him as a person. And I think just my feelings on him as a person mm-hmm. really depend on if I believe that this could have happened or not. Yes. Th- th- I mean, that's a way to look at it. I think I think the point of this documentary wasn't to really make you believe 100% if this all happened or or go like oh what a crazy delusional man. I don't think that was the point of it. Yeah. I really do think it was just just hear his story and hear how yeah, of course. great, you know, not crazy, but it's just hard. It's just hard not to hard focus not on to, him as a person. It's hard not to judge when you, you know, kind of hear this kind of yeah, thing. I, I get that. I tried not to. I tried not to be super judgmental about the whole thing. I think it's one of those, I was watching it. Right. It's one of those documentaries I think makes you challenge that. Like mm-hmm. not for sure. Really just just listen to someone and it and I think it's one of those documentaries too where like I don't think you have to judge. I think you can just enjoy it. And yeah. I would like, I'm going to be honest, I would kill to have one of his paintings, not one of the graphic ones, but I would. Yeah, his pay, his, I love his style. Like, I love his cool, painting style. And some of his paintings are like, the ones that are on graphic, like, are pretty like, cool looking. I wouldn't, mi- I wouldn't mind having, they're kind of creepy. Yeah. But like, it's about got, alien encounters. So like, they're obviously going to be creepy to some extent, yeah. but, or like scary to some extent, but like, they're really cool. He's definitely got a, yeah, he's definitely got a very interesting style, and he's not a bad artist. No, he's better like, than me. It, it's just he draws a lot of uh, penises, boobies, and vaginas, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> of him. And paintings of him fucking an alien. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 
it, well, it's weird um, that's my favorite part is like yeah, president has yeah i think that that was the biggest thing for me mm-hmm. it was just like how he painted the alien mm-hmm. lady just made me feel weird because it's a human woman body but within like uh like the fact that she had like hair was weird to me it was like are all the men on your planet bald and then like all the women have like black bobs and they look like they're from like they're like an artsy french lady like Like, literally exactly and like she's like she has like you know the gray pale big eyes yeah alien face but like a woman body and so it's it's kind of i don't know it's one of those things where like you you get to see his mind and you know that might make people uncomfortable yeah but you know what? It's okay. Yeah. And the the other thing mm-hmm. that I had um, was I'm just glad that his son is like in his life. I yeah. was really like just happy that his son was like mm-hmm. not like didn't immediately abandon mm-hmm. being part of his life. You know, he has the right to do that. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just glad that he didn't mm-hmm. for some reason. It just feels kind of comforting to know that he still has like a family support system in this. And I think he is remarried. Yeah. Or he... I don't think she wanted to be in the documentary, though. Yeah, he did. He did mention how he was married and then got divorced. Mm -hmm. And then all of the memories started coming back Mm -hmm. about the stuff. And that's why he started painting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he must not have really mentioned her, his like current wife. I might have I might have filled out it. I might have been like in my like, I'm like, I, I, you know, I hope he's like with someone but you know he doesn't have to be to be happy but yeah no i am really glad that his son his son was like super chill about it. he's all like yeah it's just something i kind of grew up with was never really yeah question you know and still isn't apparently you know because like i think his son even got it he was all like i'm not i'm not gonna judge my dad about yeah and that's the thing it's like if his son can be there for him mm-hmm. and not like and not be a problem yeah or you know what like maybe he you know he probably has his own private feelings about it yeah. but he didn't go out of his way to make his dad look bad in this documentary like he just yeah no one did no one did yeah his boss spoke very highly of him his neighbor who like literally on screen found out like was shown like what he does and what he says happened to him is all like is that the one that was that was like yeah i believe in aliens yeah he was there and he was saying how nice of a old man he was how nice of a neighbor he was he never says like i don't care if people don't believe this is just i'm just saying what happened to me like this is just what i know happened to me yeah and you know it's like one of those things where like he's not hurting anyone i mean what i mean again it's like if you believe in aliens or not if, if you're not hurting anyone yeah you know? yeah that's and that's the like stark contrast between like this documentary mm-hmm. and the last alien oh, documentary gosh. that we watched where it was like this one's about a one specific person who feels that they did have an alien encounter and that it was like a very like, you know, different than most where it's like, oh, I saw a flying saucer. This one, he he claims to have had a whole like relationship and a ton of children with an alien. Yeah. Also, like if if I were with an alien and we had a bunch of kids together, mm-hmm. I would as- I would like have the weird suspicion that they're using me to make more people for themselves. Well, I mean, well that, and like, I immediately thought like they're trying to, <laughs> I don't know this, like, like they're trying to have like kids that look human and it's like, in, okay. you know, yeah, so like, they can, so they can, I don't know. I just insert I just, them into society. Yeah. It sounds like a movie plot, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's another thing with this. It, like, it sounds like, it sounds like we're making this shit up mm-hmm. or like we watched a fictional movie yeah. about this. Yeah. 
but it's like you know like this is this is this guy's story this is how he feels that his life went Mm -hmm. like whether you believe him or not is your own thing your own thing and also like i I, i'm just gonna say it i don't think you have to have an opinion whether you believe it or not i think you should just listen because it's like and just i'm not saying you have to believe in one percent or not believe him like just listen to his story it's like how does openly and like disagreeing with this guy affect him yeah that's like it doesn't it's not he will not care he literally will not care it's he's gonna go okay that's your opinion that's fine I literally don't care. Like, like, And I think what I liked about it is it didn't really feel like they were trying to convince me that it happened. Mm-hmm. They were just like, this they is were just his telling story. story. This is his yeah. story. Enjoy if you want to. Don't if you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, the creepy feelings I got, whatever. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's not going to change it, how this It's went. an old man. <laughs> it's just, it's not, it's a. And it was, just, they're very graphic paintings. I will say like, it, it's just. And him talking about having sex with this alien. Like, like, it's multiple times. It's It's multiple times throughout the years. It was like Uh a mixture of like, I want to throw up, but I'm also cringing the hardest I've ever Mm -hmm. cringed in my life. Yeah. And (laughs) And that's no, it's like no judgment on him. Yeah. It's just the subject matter that Mm -hmm. made me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. So like, if you're uncomfortable seeing graphic paintings of people having sex, or you're uncomfortable with someone talking graphically about how they had sex mm-hmm. with an alien or just in general, I would say probably avoid this one. It's alien porn, basically. It's literally alien porn. You maybe watch an hour and five minutes of graphic alien porn paintings. Yeah. And I'll never forgive and you for that. D- d- I, okay, I'm going to be honest. I forgot <laughs> how many there were. I knew there was a few. I was like, okay, it's just it's a just... few. It's not that bad. And then I started watching. I was like, oh my God. There's <laughs> They're throughout the whole thing. They're used as B-roll. At any opportunity they get to show one mm-hmm. of his paintings, they do. Like, the documentary is more about his depiction of it through his paintings mm-hmm. than oh, it yeah. is about, like, anything else. Well, like he's it, so frank about it. Like, and, like, he's, yeah. like, he will show you a painting of him being, like, <laughs> like, something happened to him sexually with an alien. He'd be like, yep, this happened. Uh, year 1966. Sucking on an like alien teeth. Yes. <laughs> And it's just like him. It's not even shown on screen. It's just them like him flipping through paintings and handing it off to somebody who's talking Mm -hmm. to him about it. It's just so frank and it feels like it shouldn't be. Yeah. I'm going to say that's probably where like I was like, why is this dude so open about showing these to people? He's like, yep, that's me in 1967 getting jerked off into a cup by two alien ladies. That's literally a painting. That's literally a painting. Like, dude come on <laughs> but it's a very entertaining one yeah that's that's all i have to say at the moment i'm sure there will be more thoughts but that's all there, i got there is yeah we'll, we'll read some reviews and like all these bring up really good points yeah um and good arguments i do have a fun fact though before we go and get on to our critics um okay there is an adventure time episode in season eight where tree trunks the character <gasps> literally has this storyline she gets she has an alien husband with alien children and it's literally based off david huggins but like she obviously doesn't you know uh she doesn't paint, paint porn she doesn't paint yeah she doesn't do that and it's something with like bubble gum being weird or like she's like trying to do something bad to the aliens but literally uh. it's that it's literally that um concept like she has an alien husband and alien children it's kind of cute that sounds cute and literally the mantis is there they draw in the mantis 
that he has in his paintings. <laughs> it's so great. It's in season eight. Forgot what it's called. I should have run down that episode, but I'll, I'm sure I'll find it yeah. or we'll find it mm-hmm. in the future. But that sounds that sounds like Adventure Time. Yes, to me. it's so it's so <laughs> on par with Adventure Time. Yes. Okay. So I have this first critic review uh, by Brent McKnight. They talk about him and like he's an affable elder gentleman who works part time in a deli. He paints. He's not he's not a very like exciting man other than what he says has happened to him all his life. Love and Sausage doesn't blaze any new trails. The bulk of this scant runtime is just Huggins recounting his encounters, of which there are hundreds, if not thousands, and many of which are immortalized in hundreds of impressionist paintings. What sets Love and Sausage apart from the documentary pack is that it neither asks viewers to believe Huggins, nor does it set him up for mockery. And then I believe, because like, it's, we're not making fun of him. Yeah. And a lot of people in, who did write a review, we're saying like, oh, they're being really mean. They're making a mark. I'm like, you obviously didn't watch it because <laughs> that's not what they're doing. Because sometimes it's like, I understand that what you're doing, you're getting views about this person mm-hmm. who has this thing that could be made fun of. Yeah. And you are like, you specifically aren't making fun of them, but you're setting them up to get made fun of. Mm-hmm. So you seem like a bad person, but no one can really pin that on you. Mm-hmm. But I know what you're, I know what I can see through the intent but like in this one, it doesn't seem like they are trying to make him look crazy or bad mm. or anything. Well, they show him his life. They show him in his apartment. Like they show how like just normal the duty is. He works in it. Literally works in a deli. He paints for as a hobby. He's an old man, you know. It's and he's just telling his story. It's really just like allowing him to speak. So I don't. Mm. I don't think it's a mockery either. Yeah, his story's crazy. It's more of the person who chooses to mock, but I don't think the mockery. That's the point I was trying to get to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just moving down through the article. um, Even Huggins himself doesn't push an agenda one way or another. This is simply his story. And whether you believe him or not, doesn't really bother him. It doesn't impact his life either way. And he neither hides nor broadcasts his past. In an interview, his boss basically says he's nice. He does a good job. What do I care if he's banged a few aliens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Over time, thanks largely to his art, which is surprisingly com- competent, I expected wingnut outsider paint splatters, but he paints in a reasonable facsimile. I don't know what that says. Facsimile. Facsimile of impressionist style. But you know, with extraterrestrial boobs, <laughs> Huggins has become a cult figure. Watching footage of an art show, the crowd features a wide swap swath of viewers some are drawn by the prospect of checking out his of out this weirdo who paints alien sex scenes still others show up because they've had similar experiences so a lot of people in the documentary said like oh i completely believe him because it's happened to me yes and like he murray was reading that book it's yeah he was reading it and it sounded exactly like his experience and so he like yeah whether or not you believe you're a believer won't diminish your enjoyment molders and scullies should both find much to enjoy. Love and Saucers presents a straightforward story without any twists or turns, save the obvious one that allows Huggins to tell his own tale. It's a hypnotic engrossing slice of oddball life, oddball life, not one that will shatter your worldview, but one that's worth a look for anyone interested in a different point of view. There's no judgment or pressure from the filmmaker, just one man recounting the unbelievable narrative of this life. He gave it a B. Okay. Which I think is fair. And that's like the general consensus of everyone who watched this. Like this, it's pretty, it's, it's entertaining. It's not like a groundbreaking documentary or anything. No, because it's, it's, I mean, it's just one 
man's story. Yeah, exactly. That's really hard for most people to relate to. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's interesting. There's no pressure to believe in one way or not. It's not bias. Yeah. It's it's just this guy. I didn't expect a like. I was expecting the, like the what people were saying didn't happen. Like I was kind of expecting him to be like a spectacle more than just the subject of it. Like I was expecting it to set him up to be made fun of. And I think that's where that like feeling of, oh, people are going to make fun of this guy came from. Cause I didn't, I didn't feel like the filmmakers were setting him up for that. I just was like, mm-hmm. oh, people are assholes. I feel like people are going to be mean to him over this. Oh yeah, definitely. In the end, I was like, mm-hmm. you'd have to be a complete dick to like really go out of your way to be mean to this guy. Like, you know, what they were saying, this documentary sets up where, yeah, like you just said, they would have, they have to go out of their way to be the, the asshole to make fun of him because that's not what this documentary is doing. Mm-hmm. This one was a negative review by Roger Moore called Movie Review. Mm-hmm. Artist paints his kinky close encounters in Love and Saucers. It basically starts with David Huggins is a trained artist of the primitivist slash impressionist Primitivist. I think primitive, primitive, like primitiveist, like primitive, like he's making- oh primitivist. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, it's- okay. Impressionist school has put one subject himself and his lifetime encounters with aliens. He's particularly concerned with the conjugal visits, me- meetings that he insists were sexual in nature, and illustrates them not in not totally unskilled detail in painting after painting. That's kind of uh, okay. That's like a. And illustrates them in not totally unskilled detail in painting after painting. That's a little... That was a backhanded compliment. A hundred percent. That was a little backhanded compliment, which is mean. Like, they're good. I would buy one. They're not even, like, close to unskilled. Like, he's a good artist. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're really good. In an earlier age, we might have labeled the work alien abduction porn. So... I I would still label it that. I I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what else... It's porn. <laughs> to his credit, filmmaker Brad Abrahams never let lets on that he's making fun of this odd old Hoboken man's obsession. I don't know what that is. He, he's from Hoboken. He lives in Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know where that was. <laughs> <laughs> he lets Huggins tell his story in graphic detail in Love and Saucers and LA credulous true believers coital communion that has to be seen to believed or disbelieved. Again, I don't think it's about that. I don't think it's about believing or disbelieving him. Yeah. I think it's, I don't believe that. I think if you're watching it to be that way, I think you're watching it the wrong way. Yeah, this is not about proving aliens exist. This is the farthest, farthest thing from it. It hardly has anything to do with aliens. It's about, it's about him. Yeah. It's about the hum, like his human experience, you know? Yes. The one true outside expert put on camera here, Jeffrey Cripple finds Huggins sincere in his beliefs that he's been meeting assorted aliens. So Cripple takes it on faith that the guy believes this happened. I don't know. I think he's just taking jabs at people at this point like in if, article. If it's somebody who studies and researches like, like alien not, yeah. stuff, of course he's going to take his <laughs> word for it. Yeah. If you watch the documentary, like this guy also had an experience with aliens. So like, of course he's going to, you know talking about david huggins and like believing him because he also had his own experience with that yeah. it's also like okay if you're gonna watch this just to tear it apart just to make fun of people because that's how i'm getting from this article yeah, he's going out of his way to be a dick yeah you're going out of your way to be a dick you watch this for the wrong reasons yeah 
lacking an outside expert to go into what makes Huggins believe all these fantastical things happen to an artsy dreamer from rural Georgia, Abrahams, who's who artfully uses the paintings to flesh out Huggins' narration, needs to do more probing himself with his questions. He doesn't. The barest hints of trouble, troubled childhood let the viewer wonder what wasn't asked. And this might be a little graphic for some people. And if there was molesta- molestation involved. He was paralyzed when everything was happening. So if, you know, I did get like the creepies of that where I'm like, yeah, if if he's making this up, then that's not as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But like, if this is true, it feels a little weird. But like, if he is, you know, he's a consenting person. It's one of those things where like, at someone who's making a documentary about this guy, and he does talk about like how his, uh, Huggins does talk about how his parents were both alcoholics mm-hmm. growing up and he was like abused like physically mm-hmm. like they would hit him and stuff um i think there's a point in the documentary of like what questions do you ask and whether it's appropriate or not you and you know it might not why would he ask him if more happened why would he why would he try to like literally like push him for like more answers why would he, yeah it's like you can't you can't play therapist or psychology psych psychology psycholog what was it called ther- you can't be his therapist you can't psychoanalyze him nor should you do that when you're documenting people yeah you know you don't play that game and also like when you're a person writing a review like this mm-hmm. don't act like you're a psychologist you have no clue also when you're when you make a documentary you're you're job there is to observe you're not there to yeah you're not there to like dig into the deeper issues or like try and change the narrative of what they tell you if you're a good documentary filmmaker which i think brian abrahams was you know yeah he did his job his subject told what he wanted to talk about mm-hmm. he had we observed his life mm-hmm. it was great it was awesome and to hint that like this guy didn't do his job and you wanted more more drama out of this yeah you wanted him to be sensationalized when the person making the documentary didn't want that Mm -hmm. and i think that was the the best way to go with it like he's not trying to turn like i like i said earlier he's not trying to turn him into a spectacle yeah he's just making a documentary about his life story like he's not trying to turn him into like this wild crazy thing that's happening it's like one of those things too it was like i'm sorry okay i get it you don't believe this happened mm-hmm. keep that to yourself you don't you don't need to find answers exactly out of this documentary you're not a therapist so don't talk about that you know like it's just like it's i just think it that's a lot to say when you have no clue yeah i feel like he's assuming that the documentary filmmakers should have had more responsibility in like talking about those things but i don't think that that's their job no i yeah absolutely if david wanted to talk about something like that and Mm -hmm. bring in like oh he he feels like something more malicious happened to him in that situation fine that's his story to tell exactly they shouldn't it's not it's nobody's place to force him to tell a story he doesn't want to tell exactly that's where it would become an issue i would not have liked this documentary if i felt that they were forcing him to talk about things that he didn't want to talk about exactly or like made him uncomfortable in any way or like yeah and also like you trying to because obviously like if you're hinting that like these stories are replaced with like stories that 
you know, he's fabricating to replace from his molestation, you trying to ask those questions is not going to help him. Yeah, exactly. That's going to really mess with him. It just all goes... And make him uncomfortable. It all goes back to it not being your fucking place to do that to begin with. It's not your place to do that. I got really mad when I read that the first time. I'm like, that's not... I bet. That's not your job. Yeah, like that has that has really nothing to do with it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that's not a point that should have been brought up. I don't think so either. Huggins' wacky consultations of the I Ching, and quote, it's the princes tossing the coins, his first gallery showing of his works and his endless detailed and explicit descriptions of his interspecies sex life may play cute, but seems like an unhealthy or at least unseemly filmmaker's indulgence of an old man with unresolved issues issues not helped by the act of legitimizing them with a documentary i don't think he's hurting anybody by thinking about thinking these things and i don't think he's hurting himself obviously it's not an issue if his son who seems like he cares about him is still like there i know that like we don't know everything about his Mm -hmm. family life we don't know his son's intentions Mm -hmm. but from the documentary and what i saw it does not seem like this was an ill-intended documentary it Mm -hmm. does not seem like they were trying to make money because i had never heard about this man or the this documentary before this that's the thing no one's like hugely benefiting off of him telling these stories like yeah, he gets to sell a few paintings to a few people. That's awesome. Good yeah. for him. He gets to sell a few paintings of his, what this man has told. I don't think, again, I don't think that people who made this documentary are exposing him and I don't think they're indulging him. Again, it's not their place to what you think this man needs help. And I'm, obviously he's a functioning person. If he needed help, he would get help. They're making it, it seem like the people in his life too are mm-hmm. not helping him. Yeah. But it's like, he's literally not harming anybody he's He's expressing all of these feelings positively Mm -hmm. and all of these ideas that he has positively by making this art he's not going out and like being awful to people because Mm -mm. he thinks this he's not being awful to himself he just like you may think that he's delusional for thinking this but i don't think this is the kind of thing where he's like you know spending 99 percent of his life thinking about this and doing things with this he has a job he treats painting as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not something that's completely taken over his life and ruined relationships in his life. All like all of the relationships in his life. His exactly. boss was in the documentary. His boss. his boss talked highly of him. Yeah, people in his life don't find it harmful, and it's not your place as a critic of this mm-hmm. to bring his like mental state into whether or not this was a good documentary. Like that has nothing to do with it. If his family was speaking out mm-hmm. and saying that they felt that this documentary was doing bad things for him mentally or that sensational like it sensationalized him Mm -hmm. fine but like if you are the if you as a critic are the only one saying this and the only one bringing up this point i don't think it's your place to say it but if you're echoing something that people close to him have said fine Mm -hmm. i get it because i would i would want to listen to his family members views on this too or like if we were like watching the documentary like he's living like in like bad conditions or like it's obvious it's obvious that he's like not mentally well then of course yeah this man has a clean home he cooks his own meals he has a job he paints as a hobby he literally said in the in the documentary painting helps him Mm -hmm. it makes it makes him feel better yeah he has a pot like literally a positive outlet for it he's not saying it his family's not saying it just so like fuck off about it like don't make your your whole point that you think that he's being used sorry to keep going off on little tangents about it it's just like no because 
why I love digging into this one because it, it really did like it, it like it made me mad reading this one because I'm like you you missed the point of this because like I, that's the that's where it gets a little sticky when you're making a documentary about one specific person mm-hmm. especially when it's a person who's not like a big famous person yeah because it's like they don't have enough information about this person to make like an educated statement about how this like documentary went about telling their story in a culture at war over truth and facts versus sincere beliefs, love and saucers aligns itself firmly with the cranks without even the courtesy of a wink to suggest it's not in on the joke, which I don't even know what they're trying to say at the end. Should I read it again? I think they're trying to say that, like, basically that they set him up to be made fun of, like something in that vein where it's like, mm-hmm. he's he's not in on the joke, but everyone else is. I literally don't think that at all. Because I'm, I'm sure when you have, you know, something like this that you believe happened to you, like at first you might go around trying to tell people and like get somebody to like make it make more sense to you Mm -hmm. but i'm sure he's had a lot of people in his life who did not handle him telling them very well i mean yeah his first wife he probably just doesn't pick any old person off the street with a camera to talk about this too exactly literally like i said before i've never heard of this guy never heard of. i've literally never heard Mm -hmm. of him and so it's obvious that he's not just trying to tell anyone he can he's being mindful about who he's telling Mm -hmm. and who's telling his story Like exactly, and I hate that they bring up. Uh, they literally have it quoted in a culture war over truth and facts. Again, I don't think that's what this documentary is about. It's not about what's real, what's not real. Yeah, it's literally just about this man's story. That's it. And to think deeper, like to think to put the extra effort into going, well, is he telling the truth or not? I don't think it's. I don't think it's about that. I don't think it's about that. Yes, I have one more positive review from a critic. She only gave it three out of five stars, but she like it wasn't like a. It wasn't, wasn't like a totally negative one. I feel like those ones happen because it's not the most, like like I said before, it's not like an amazing, It's not the most exciting, no. And it's also not like the most, you know, beautifully no, made. No, it's pretty fluorescent like lights throughout, <laughs> throughout most of it. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's really just about the story and whether you liked her. What, you yeah. Know. But she writes, and I'm going to just jump into it. She, she, she gives a description of it and she goes, Several factors present themselves straight away that will reassure those inclined to doubt David's testimony. The encounters began in adolescence, a common time for the first symptoms of a never psychiatric disorder to emerge. So I guess she's referring to like he did, like his parents weren't the best at all. They mostly seem to begin and end with him laying in his bed. The aliens that he describes and paints look very human-like, only with the distorted faces commonly described by people hallucinating during periods of sleep paralysis. But there's more going on in the documentary than an investigation into the reality of David's claims, which are never seriously challenged. Instead, we are invited to observe who is in, who is a, who is he as a person, and what these encounters have meant to him. She just explains the point. Whether yes, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to name her. Uh, Jenny Kermod, iforfilm.co.uk. Yeah, she hits she hits the nail right on the head. Yeah, like it, it's. It may seem like because it's about aliens and mm-hmm. like everything that's about aliens is always about proving that aliens exist. Mm-hmm. But this literally like, you know, that could be like a very deep in the background point. Yeah. Like I was saying, whenever I, whether or not I believed him, you know, the only thing that affects is just how I feel about him as a person. Because if I, if I knew that he was lying about this, that would mm-hmm. be weird. It'd yeah. be like then, then it would become an issue of like, oh, is he just trying to like do a cash grab kind of thing with this or... But yeah, so it's not it's not really something that I would say is 
important to hearing anything about the story. And you can play, and and like she says, like, you know, it, was, it started in his teens, or it started when he was a child, really, but and she goes, there's a number of psych- psychiatric disorders that emerge. Again, you can play psychologists all day long with this, but that's not the point of the documentary. Mm-hmm. And nor do I think it's appropriate to play psychologists. Yeah, I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's ever appropriate to, especially if you're not a professional, to diagnose mm-hmm. people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I just, it's so, it always so feels off. wrong. It's always wrong. Whether, whether you may be closer to the truth or not, it's still wrong. In keeping with this, Brad Amons keeps the film low-key with no flashy directorial touches to distract from his its reality. David's paintings serve to illustrate the visitors he describes and the places where he says he has traveled in their company. For viewers willing to listen to David without mocking his story through prosaic in tone has a sweet quality to it. His life has undoubtedly been enriched by his experiences whatever their origin and he doesn't seem to have suffered any negative impact that's a great point yeah so working and marrying and raising a son his narrative suggests that friendship and love can be real and valuable whether the objects are real or not ultimately the film doesn't tell us very much about extraterrestrials even if you're a believer you will have heard similar stories before but as plenty to say about being human and that's the point of this documentary it's 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 really not about aliens it's about being human literally exactly it's not an alien story really it's not trying to convince you that aliens exist no like it's just you know you're just hearing somebody's experience He's literally just living his He's life. Literally living and, his you know, life. either I feel like, and this could be completely wrong, but I feel like Vice probably caught wind of like him and just wanted to yeah. shed light on his story because it's an interesting story. That's Whether it. that be that because the you know they they thought oh this would be an interesting thing people will want to watch this we could make money off of it yeah it's a compelling story you don't make movies for free <laughs> but I also feel like this the narrative that they were doing. Mm-hmm was not driven or manipulated in a way to make them more money. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like they were simply telling this guy's story. It's an interesting that it. story. That's it. That's yeah. it. And to, exactly, yeah. And we said it, like, we've said it, like, multiple times now. Like, yeah, everyone who tries to bring up, like, oh, we need to really look into the deeper meaning of it. Like, that's not what this Dr. Mary is about. That's not, you can do that on your own time, but, like, like and don't, like, I just hate it. I hate when people diagnose people. I'm like, you're not, unless you're a therapist. Also, but like, and then again, if you are, you're still not, not talking to this person. You haven't met this person. You're just basing out what you're watching in a documentary. You have no clue. And I think any good, real, professional mm-hmm. person who has, is in the field of psychology mm-hmm. would know not to exactly. Do they know that they don't. They can't base their mm-hmm. entire analysis of a person on a documentary that was made. Exactly. But that kind of reminds me, and this is just a slight tangent. Oh, yeah. um, so when Shane Dawson was making those documentaries about Jake Paul, mm-hmm. if you remember, yeah. he was he had he brought along this therapist YouTuber who is very controversial now because she's not a good <laughs> yeah. like therapist at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't have specialties in the areas that he was trying to bring mm-hmm. up. And so, like, it's one of those things where you're just like, why are you... Like, I understand that you are trying to make a point mm-hmm. here, but you're not using, like, a reputable source to make your point. So, inherently, I do not believe 
what you were trying to say. Like they were trying to um, diagnose Jake Paul as like a sociopath. <laughs> and I think that is one of the most dangerous ways you can diagnose somebody. And, you know, they didn't formally diagnose, but he would like go talk to her about it and be like, oh, do you think he's exhibiting those signs you were talking about? Mm. And like all this shit. And it's like, you are not the person who should be doing this. Mm-mm. He should, that should be something that he, I don't like, I don't care how you feel about Jake Paul. I hate him. But like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not something that needs to be your job to do. Like, you are not in charge of diagnosing this person. And you, <laughs> like, y- you can't use therapy as a party trick. I'm sorry. And after like, I'm guessing only a few visits, like that's something that takes so much time and like so much time, so much work, so much actual like talking to, not something that's filmed for what 60 minutes or something you know yeah like it's not well i mean shane dawson as a whole is just a very irritating person yeah. <laughs> and so is and jake I, paul <laughs> yeah yes they're both very irritating people who do bad things yeah but like ah goddamn like and now thinking about it i'm like why was that a plot point but obviously that was a plot point in that documentary series would i would it's very loosely a documentary but yeah, anyway, that was my, my tangent. <laughs> but also, oh, oh, I thought of this earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I no. forgot to say this. I wrote it down, too, mm-hmm. so I would remember it. Have you ever seen, and this relates to um, David's story and the documentary, not the Jake Paul one, the, the love, and, love and Saucers. There was this news clip. Um, I think it was like a talk show or something mm-hmm. of this woman who claimed that she was ha- like she started cheating on her husband with a ghost that lived in her house. <sighs> okay. And then, you know, her husband left her because she was cheating on him with a ghost. And then she claimed to have gotten pregnant from the ghost. The ghost baby. And it was a it was a literal phantom pregnancy. Oh my god! And like you know, the baby never actually exists. You know, came out or anything, or like she never really seemed pregnant. But this this reminds me of that. But like I like it, that one seemed more like because it was fully handled. And the story was fully told through, like, the news yeah. and, like, interview clips. And the way I've seen it was from, um, what's it called? Uh, like, some commentary channel talked mm-hmm. about it. I don't remember which one. But she just claimed to have sec- have been having sex with a ghost that lived in her you house. You know what? She should make paintings. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, she'll get her own documentary. But, like, I mean... It's one of those things where, like, I don't know. I don't even want to comment on it. I just... <laughs> I think I think her, the way that her story was told was mm-hmm. definitely more of, like, a... Like a bit. <laughs> a bit. It's not you know, like a it bit. Was... Like, she was really... <laughs> it's a phantom pregnancy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's funny. <laughs> it is. She goes, and, like, her, her story seemed more like a cash-grabby yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it was definitely, like... Um, sure, lady. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know what? It's a great one to tell around the office or, hey, Maybe. listen to this one. It's a great, uh... Yeah, it's one of those, like, uh... Ha-ha. <laughs> you got everything right there. I don't want to know anything I else. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't want to know the logistics or anything. Like, I had never asked with... I would have never asked David to know the logistics of him having sex with a oh yeah alien. i wish he but no one even had no one had to ask him he no. just showed yeah that's he the thing was he was like, like he hears many of my wieners a vagina a whole like a whole ass vagina whole ass vagina. <laughs> there's like there's a full body one of like one of the giant yes, alien yes, women that he said like was full body the boobies, big boobies the, the vagina big boobies. 
<laughs> so if you if you are a minor, please don't watch this. I don't I don't want to in any way encourage minors watching this because Mm-mm. that feels icky in and of itself. It's 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 very graphic. Yes, um, I as a 22 year old felt uncomfortable <laughs> watching this. I literally forgot. I I literally forgot how many there were. Yeah, because I remember there being a few. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. And I started watching. I'm like, good god, <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, what have I done? I was like, oh, cat's gonna hate. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate it. I just it was excessive. It was a lot. It was, it was a lot. Well, I hated it. So. I yeah, I, didn't hate I hated it, but the, it was I hated how it made me feel. You know? Yes. Definitely. Um Okay. You, you, but, um, do you have some um audience reviews of this one? Yes. Uh first one got nine out of ten stars. Uh title is bizarre and traumatizing. This was an interesting movie to watch. I feel bad for Mr. Huggins. In spite of him expressing his joy with his encounters, I always felt that they were they were traumatizing. Whether you believe in aliens or not, his calm conviction and explaining is pretty believable. If you like aliens, I say check it out. It's a pretty good one. It's pretty simple. And like he does mm-hmm. say like how traumatizing it is, but like painting helps him. Yeah. So I mean, just Yeah, obviously it had some sort of effect on it. Well, yeah, like well, his friend Larry goes like you know how scary these encounters had to be but he's so calm about it like mm. and his paintings are freaky like <laughs> not just the sexual ones like just the ones where he's just like in the spaceship or like they're just there they're yeah the little hairy man freaked me out i was like i can't see that yeah a little like the little hairy man he saw as like a little kid that one freaked me out yeah, i don't know i would have scared the shit i don't know how, like that's the whole thing i just don't i know that was a pretty good one and then here's the really bad ones one out of ten scars 10 stars mm-hmm. uh the title is very boring if you have to have a lot of time to waste this, to spend an hour watching this again not a lot of time it's 60 minutes <laughs> it's literally the shortest it's the one shortest watch so yeah, far no kidding gave it a try but had to turn it off after 15 minutes oh so you didn't watch it <laughs> okay so you just didn't watch any of it you watched 15 minutes of it at the beginning i will say i did have these feelings where I was like, I don't really want to keep seeing this graphic alien porn. Yeah. But, you know, for the sake of this, I kept watching and, you know, I got to know him more Mm -hmm. as a person. You got to stick through it. I understand why someone might turn this documentary off. I don't, I just don't think I don't think that I feel like a lot of people aren't watching this because they randomly find it. They randomly find it and like, it's, it is slow. I, it's, it's a slow at the beginning but like i don't know like the concept's so interesting i stuck through it and like you know ended up being really good it is slow at the beginning i don't think it's boring i don't understand how he thought it was boring i understand wanting to turn it off because of how it made you feel about his paintings but like yeah that's not boring they go on to say basically one they spelled delusional wrong <laughs> one delusional older man telling his fictional story of abduction and sex with an alien too much good material out there to watch instead of this one you picked it dude i don't understand what you're talking about but yeah that was the one star i also don't think that if you didn't if you didn't finish something maybe you shouldn't be writing a review about it that's the thing you watch 15 minutes you didn't even watch half of it you watch 15 minutes of it what dude it could have changed your life <laughs> <laughs> you have no clue you could have been a believer by the end and no kidding <laughs> you could be best friends with david right now <laughs> yeah you could have been at his house while helping him paint yeah exactly <laughs> but that was the one star and this is an eight out of ten star and basically it's just at 17 i lost my virginity to an alien that's the title of it uh these are the words that the movie starts off with i enjoy hearing of the supernatural 
That said, I look for evidence and need strong proof to get into the story being laid out. This doc, maybe, maybe not. Nonetheless, it's an interesting and well shot piece. If you need, like they put, yeah. <laughs> if you need a 60 to 70 minute distraction, enjoy hearing people tell their story in regards to extraterrestrial UFOs and abductions, then you will like this docu clip. Need action and thrills? Keep scrolling. That's a fair review. It's not, that's the thing. It's not crazy. It's not big conspiracy. It's literally, it's literally a story that an old man's telling you. So yeah. What I, I think I would also probably give it like a pretty middle ground score, like a three out of five. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think I just love a good human story. I love a good I don't know. It's just so intriguing, even though this movie is very graphic with his paintings and like, yeah, it's a it's a it's a crazy concept to get a hold on. But I don't know. I I really did like the documentary. I think it's very entertaining. I think it's a good four out of five. Okay. I think it's a I I think it's pretty good. I, I really liked it. All right. Well, after hearing all of these critical reviews, the background information, the audience reviews, watch this documentary yourself. See what you think of David. And I encourage you to try and keep your um, personal feelings or judgments about aliens in general out of it and just listen to, you know, his story as a person. And just remember, not every time you watch a movie has to be about tearing it apart or Mm -hmm. critiquing it. Sometimes you can just enjoy things. Exactly. Thank you for listening. I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. And this has been Easy Bake Coven, the podcast. Easy listening out there. Bye. Bye.